0: Guys, you've heard me say it many times before, but WGT Golf is the best game on your phone. It's the most popular golf game in the world, and it is also the official gaming partner of DNVR. If you haven't downloaded it yet and played against us, the DNVR fam, in all of our tournaments, don't worry. You can download it right now and play in our tournament this weekend, which is called The Face-Off. DNVR versus DNVR to Rep Your Clubhouse in our inner- family clash on WGT golf. Who do you think is going to win, guys?
1: I mean, isn't this like the varsity team playing the JV team?
0: Uh, yeah. Why would you say that?
1: I just feel like all, you know, all the early adopters were in on DNVR 1.
2: See, here's the problem, DNVR one has to carry people like me and Drew though. I was gonna
3: say that's the biggest issue is <laughs> one has the staff in it, and most of us suck, other than Patrick Lions <laughs> and like Adam whoa, whoa, whoa. And, speak for, and, oh, for yourself, oh, oh. speak for uh,
0: yourself. Uh, hey. We got Wind and RK here who are pretty good.
1: I believe both me and Harrison have had a top ten finish on the tour this year.
4: Oh. I won the first event. Ever oh. <laughs> WGT event, I was first.
0: disrespect, guys. All right. Yeah. Well, as
4: long as there's not uh, number eighteen on St Andrews, or that oh. that one on St Andrews that like hooks around to the right, and you have to drive it over the building. Yeah, right? over the wall that one there. Yeah. yeah, that one kills me every time.
1: It's like a mind f. Every yeah. time you stand up to that tee shot.
0: <laughs> as as we but were I, saying, besides playing tournaments, you okay? Well,
1: I well, do we know what the format is?
2: The format is win uh, or lose—that easy. We
1: need, we need Adam here. Like, uh, oh, so is this just whoever's representative wins? I, don't know.
4: I think there's going to be a leaderboard compiled of just like you know the top 15 scores combined from DNVR one, DNVR two, and then yeah, I guess the winner just represents which clubhouse wins. I guess. All right. Work, good work. to know
2: my score won't matter at all then. <laughs>
0: Awesome. If you want to play in this weekend's tournament, download WGT today and join the DNVR Clubhouse by going to dnvrgolf.com.
3: Nobody out. 3-2 and two on Charlotte. Jokic gets it across the timeline. Gets a high pick and pop with Murray. Lindsey breaking through. Taken away by Nathan McKinnon. 2-on-2 two two with Guard. Gentlemen,
4: top two hands, Nikola Jokic save me by Krubauer with the left pad. Oh goodness gracious me! Take a good luck, you won't see it
3: for long. Two run home run, Trevor Story, locked on touchdown, number two for Sutton. Got it, oh man!
0: Welcome into the Denver Sports Podcast. I am your host Allie Monroy, and with me today I've got Rudo, RK, Drew Creasman, and Wind. Wind Harrison. <laughs> just, just are we just, just calling you Wind now? I see your name. It's just Wind. Would you prefer yeah, well, me to on call you Wind um, or Harrison?
4: On the DNBA show, we've only ever gone by just one name, so I mm. I, chose, I went with Wind over over Harrison. Four names are in Harrison
0: okay? over Harrison. <laughs> Harrison.
4: <laughs>
3: All
0: right. Patrick, well, no when <laughs> <laughs> I think but I had right. you ask the other Jersey guy on your podcast to that's say right. the name there. <laughs> that's show. not
2: a Jer- That's like a New York Jewish thing. The way you say it. Like. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's well, not just
0: a Jersey. It started thing.
2: with yeah, Paris. New York dad.
0: <clears throat> yes.
1: Mm-hmm. And he's from New York, right? Um, yeah, it's a New then, York thing.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: This podcast is, of course, presented by Breckenridge Brewery. So join us in drinking some Breck brews by grabbing a 15-can pack of Mile High City Copper Lager or your favorite Breck brew, but you can find that Mile High City Copper Lager at Davidson's Beer, Wine, and Spirits, as well as most grocery stores and Costco. So I got to drink my coffee first, but then, then I'll dig into my Mile High City. Who else is drinking?
2: I'm not currently
1: drinking a beer. No. I drank
2: all of my good beer, so be. I have to settle
0: for
3: this. Boo. <laughs> <This. laughs>
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> Drew, we are having Kyle Freeland on the DNBR Rockies podcast, so we're going to try and go quickly, but um, Drew may have to hop out of here to go hang out with Kyle Freeland. So we're just going to jump right in first on to baseball being back um, and getting your input on that, Drew. Oh, am I frozen?
1: No, we got you.
0: Oh, you guys are all frozen. Oh. I can overhear Ryan. So, um, okay, it's really weird that you guys are all frozen. Oh, okay, I got it. I was like, I don't know what's going on. Um, So we're gonna jump right into that. And then after that, we're gonna talk about mascots. If we like them, which one's the best in Denver, all that good stuff. So Drew, baseball is back. We are finally happy to see that there was an agreement reached. Um, Can you go into a little more detail? I know you did a few live shows right after some of the news broke. Could you just kind of explain your thoughts and break down for the people who might not understand what was happening?
3: Um, Yeah, I'll I'll do my best. It was a long (laughs) and complicated and almost wholly unnecessary two-month fight between uh, the MLB owners and the MLBPA. As quickly as I can, an agreement was reached essentially right after everything locked down, and we knew there was going to be no baseball for a while. In March, the players and owners agreed to basically to terms, to a schedule, to prorated salaries, to postseason whatevers, the, the, the whole thing. There was an agreement in place. And then there became a disagreement about that agreement whether or not the owners truly meant that this was only good if fans were going to be able to attend which to me is absolutely insane because nobody ever believed the fans were going to be able to attend games this year but the owners then made the argument that that agreement that they reached was null and void because there won't be fans in the seats and then a giant fight broke out about how to divvy up the money how many games to play Uh, how many extra things needed to be in place to take care of players, that this whole thing became an absolute nightmare. It is my opinion that the owners are the ones who forced the hands pretty much the whole way. I do think at the very end, the players took a slight misstep by not accepting the very final offer that the owners put on the table. Um, But they did so essentially so that they won't have to give up their right to file a grievance against the league, which absolutely may need to be necessary with the new CBA on the horizon. So all of that confusingness sort of out of the way, the long and short of it is they're going to do almost exactly what they agreed to do in March. Almost exactly. They're just going to play 60 games, um, which we didn't know how many games they were going to be able to play until we knew some more about this whole COVID situation. And so, um, yeah, the, like ultimately They didn't need to do all of this. It created a lot of bad blood on both sides. That's going to carry forward into the future. I wrote an article during all this suggesting that the commissioner of major league baseball needs to resign. And I still think after this has been, because it hasn't been solved. It's what we have now is a framework to play baseball games. Um, And the players are more or less showing up on the first for, I guess we'll call it summer training for camp. Um, feeling like they're being forced to do so entirely under the terms that the owners wanted. And we're about to watch a, an entire baseball season get played under either unofficial or perhaps even official protest by its own players.
0: It's pretty crazy.
3: Happy Friday, everybody. Sure.
4: <laughs> <laughs> do the players want to play? Like, do the, if they had a choice, yes or no, would the majority say yes or no, do you, do you think?
3: I think the vast majority of them would say yes. Most uh, baseball players aren't, you know, super rich. You know, there's a handful of guys that really sway the averages. But I looked this up the other day. It's like the typical, as opposed to the average, Major League Baseball player makes just under $2 million, which, again, a lot more money than any of us are going to see. But that's not quite what you think of. And so these guys, you know, they they don't have the endless resources that you might expect. And so, yeah, and even then, like, every guy I've talked to, like they want to play baseball. This is, this is what they do. It's just what they do with their summers. You know, they're they're like lost without it. Um, and, uh, I think that they just, you know, we're, we're being very mindful of how much leverage they were going to give up to the owners with the new CBA right around the corner of standing there and saying, I guess you guys can just do whatever you want and we'll just, you know, bend, and, and bend the knee, as it were, if I may use a game of thrones. <laughs> mhm.
0: Drew, you've gone on nine months of off-season, technically.
3: I think we're moving (laughs) into
1: month 10 here this week.
0: Oh, my God. You must just be ready to get it going. Um, We have someone who wrote in the comments, I think the Rockies have a nice chance to prove that our offense isn't cores-based when this restart happens.
3: Yeah. I mean, I think there's a a big chance this year to – to bust a lot of myths when it comes to the Colorado Rockies and Coors Field. And the hangover. one of the things that Patrick and I were diving into the details and sort of realizing in real time as we were talking about it yesterday, I think it was, is that uh, every team's going to have to play 10 games against every team in their division. So the Rockies will play 10 games against the Dodgers, 10 against the Giants. And, but think about how series usually split up. They're three-game, four-game sets, and you have to go home and road. The only way to make it so that there's not a strength of schedule, which you really don't want in baseball this way, is to have a five-game homestand and then a five-game road trip.
1: Against the same team.
3: Against the same team, right. Or maybe you do five games at home against the Dodgers, then you'd go five games in California at the Giants, then five games at the Padres, come back for five home games against the Giants or Padres, to even it all out. Stuff like that, because otherwise, if you're doing three or four at a time, Somebody's going to get more home games than the other team. Well, couldn't and, you
1: do a three-game set and a two-game
3: set? You could come up with some two-game sets. I hate two-game series with a passion, but th- th- they may That's do the something like that. That's the most baseball statement I've ever heard. <laughs> 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 so a two-game set, it's like, well, and it's also just the numbers are overwhelming, like double-headers, like sweeping a double-header is just statistically incredibly unlikely. And so you're basically promising a coin flip. When you do stuff like that in baseball, a tie, it's a tie. No one wants a tie. Um, So, yeah, I, one way or another, they're going to have to get creative with how they do uh, the schedules here. And that's going to change the nature of this whole Coors Field problem. Another thing that I'll mention that I don't think a lot of people will realize is that the Rockies have an inordinate number of players on their roster who have played in empty stadiums before. Everyone who was a member of the yard goats, in 2014, mm-hmm. 2015, that includes David Dahl, Ryan McMahon, Kyle Freeland, uh, some Blaine, some Ryan Tapia played in that environment, Carlos Estevez. These guys have actually gone through an entire season without having a single home game before, playing in empty arenas, which can feel weird. So I, I actually think that, yeah, this schedule probably benefits the Rockies as much as anybody in, in baseball.
1: Why would um, – he says, you know, the commenter said they can prove that the offense isn't course-based. Why?
3: I think because uh, because there's going to be more time for the hangover effect. I, I hate that term because it's slightly inaccurate, but to impact their road offense uh, again, it, it really it determine it, it's all going to be determined by how the schedule shakes out. But my guess is that home are going to be longer and road trips are going to be longer. And if that's the case, then the Coors Field hangover effect is going to be mitigated to a a pretty dramatic extent that would be my expectation
0: so the base oh you go ahead i was just
2: gonna say if they do end up doing things like a five-game homestand against the same team how much does that affect the matchups like by the end of that five-game homestand teams are going to have very specific things that they're targeting i would imagine
3: right And, you know, that's kind of the the case with um, interdivisional play in baseball anyway. Bud Black is very fond of, you know, (laughs) it's always fun when the the TV guys show up at the beginning of the year and and they're playing the Diamondbacks and they go, big series against these Diamondbacks. You finished last year against them. You know, what do you think? Divisional rivalry. And Bud's like, we're going to play these guys 19 times this year. And we played them 19 times last year. They're more or less the same team. We are more. We know what Zach Greinke does. Now, he's with Houston now, but you know what I mean? Paul Goldstein, now, now I use the wrong example because the Diamondbacks are changing everybody. But we know who the Dodgers are. The Rockies scouting report on Clayton Kershaw is eight years old, and it just gets updated. You know what I mean? So it's like, on the one hand, yeah, that can happen. But that's why I'm glad they've done it the way they have, because by making you play uh, 40 of your 60 games against your division— They're mitigating the weird matchup. Like if the Rockies just happen to have a dominant matchup over the Cincinnati Reds for whatever reason, and they happen to play them more in a shortened season, that would create a remarkable strength of schedule. At least here, you've got to play against the teams you know in your division, and everyone should be able to prove that they're at least the best or the second best team in, in their own division
0: um speaking of pitching we have our the other Harrison in the DNVR family um saying so does this mean teams will roll a four-man rotation
3: this is a fascinating question and one I hopefully get to pose in, in a soft fashion to one member of that rotation later this afternoon because
0: in 30 minutes in 29 yeah minutes.
3: yeah um that being Kyle Freeland in case you guys missed that earlier uh, I I don't know because there's a lot about the stamina of pitching that's game to game and a lot of it that's over the course of the season. So I'll be very curious to ask the athlete and say, you know, can you, knowing you're going to make 12 starts this year instead of 30, can you go max effort in, in those games? Can you go deeper into games? And, and if you're pitching into the eighth, does that mean that, you know, then you still need your five-man rotation. You know, with the Rockies' bullpen still being kind of a question mark, they what I would see more likely is doing like a, a four-man rotation of your four strongest guys and making that fifth day, if you've done it right, like an all-hands-on-deck bullpen day rather than relying on, say, a Jeff Hoffman or or, or a Chichi chi Gonzalez, an unexciting fifth rotation guy. Like those guys become part of the team you expect to tackle that fifth day. And you worry less about it destroying your bullpen in the long term. But to pull that off, uh, you, the rest, your, your four starting pitchers need to pitch really well.
2: All I hear is so, Scott Oberg's getting a start, baby. <laughs> That'd be dope. <laughs>
0: Go listen at 3 o'clock on DNVR um, underscore Rockies if you're on Periscope. And then it'll be on the same YouTube channel for everyone on YouTube and Facebook. Um, but you can listen to uh, Drew talk to Kyle Freeland. Um, before I want I want to get Drew's take on mascots. So, we're going to jump into a break. The sports landscape is ever changing and this week is no different. Luckily for all of us sports fans, DraftKings Sportsbook has us covered and for a limited time, DraftKings Sportsbook is offering a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. I got to say, thanks to DraftKings, I am actually like paying attention to certain sports that I probably wouldn't have. Um, like golf, like I'm actually interested in watching golf right now and in the tournaments that I definitely would have not said that a year ago. Um, But with that, Ryan, do you have any picks that you give us one or two picks that you recommend um, the people take?
1: Oh, man. Uh, That's you're really putting me on the spot there. Uh, Something I've been really liking recently is the matchups and then the, the over unders of the golfers. So like, I can't give you any right now because we're going to have to see how the matchups shake out for the weekend. But you can see, like, let's say Bryson DeChambeau is playing with Phil Mickelson. Like, you can bet on which one of those guys will have the better score that day. That's always really fun. Uh, And then I've been playing the over-unders for these guys. They set them around, like, 66 and a half. So whatever golfers you're, you know, confident in going low – then uh, you can go there. I'm on Bryson DeChambeau to, to go under 66.5 today. He's like two under with three to go, so I need a couple birdies here at the end here. But uh, there's tons. I mean, the golf, there are tons of options on what you can bet on. So uh, check it out for the weekend once they get those pairings.
0: See, I've been watching a lot of Premier League, too, and that's just at a really nice time at noon, at 11. You could be working while instead of – having to bet on the KBO and not actually being able to watch it unless you just liked being up at 3 a.m. for it. But um, one thing that uh, Eric, d said is we need some um, bets from DraftKings on the Oddcast coming up next week.
1: Oh, the mm. Oddcast Cup.
0: The Oddcast Cup, my apologies. Which is going to be RK and Hank versus Vic Lombardi and Mosier Wednesday fossil trace it's gonna be a great time my money my money's on rk and henry but maybe that's all a in on quiet. team
2: podcast baby oh, All yeah. <laughs> in. let's go yeah
1: i mean me and henry have been like rocky out here putting in the work getting ready for this so we're gonna we're gonna put in a good showing
4: what are you guys doing 500 dollars for charity or
1: yes 500 dollars to charity uh of the winning team's choice so that that's uh Pretty pretty solid stakes there. Excited oh, about yeah. that.
0: Don't forget to download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the code DNVR when you sign up for a limited time. All new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Like I was saying, that's code DNVR to get that sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado-only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match. Each up to $500 deposit bonus requires 25X playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. I got people commenting about the odd cast. Hank will post the highlights on his Tinder. That is probably (laughs) very true.
4: (laughs) (laughs) We'll be 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 like live streaming it too, right? I don't think we're going to live stream the entire thing.
1: But
0: there will be lots lots of live live content. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Uh, because like I I said it on DNBA show, live streaming the whole game would be a little boring, I think. So we're going to try and find fun ways to do it, but definitely stay tuned to DNBR underscore sports on Twitter to get all the updates on that. All right, before Drew has to leave us, I saw this tweet last week and I was going to bring it up, but our podcast ran way too long last week about who – the most beloved mascot in Colorado is. And so I wanted to pose that question to you guys first and then get your takes on, do you like mascots? Do you think mascots should have more personality, like a gritty style, or is that too much? Um, So let's start with you, RK. I already know your answer, but who do you think is the most beloved mascot in Colorado?
1: I feel like this has to be one of those things, like if you're doing um, like uh, if you're saying like, hey, you're drafting the NFL, uh, who would you pick first? Like you have to say, like, you're not allowed to pick Patrick Mahomes. You have to pick someone else because the answer to this, you have to say, like, you're not allowed to pick Ralphie because Ralphie (laughs) is by far the most dominant mascot in here. It's not even close. Uh, The best mascot in the world is Ralphie. And so uh, I don't even think that there has to be a discussion there. I think we have to frame this discussion by saying you can't choose Ralphie. All
0: right. No. Does everyone there's else there's no agree that, that it's Ralphie? There's no
3: need for that. agree. It's no. not <laughs> <Okay>. Ralphie. <really. laughs> no. So
0: Harrison agrees. Drew and Rudo are against it. So um, let's go, Rudo. Who is the most beloved mascot in Colorado? In your it's opinion?
2: Far and away, the one that no longer exists in Howler. Everybody is absolutely in love with Howler, who was essentially just a Yeti that got to hang around with the Avalanche, was the best mascot by a long shot. And the only reason he doesn't exist is because he got fired for beating up a Red Wings fan.
4: That seems like an offense you should not get fired for. That seems like a perfectly fine thing to do during your work schedule. I
0: I feel like in my six years in Colorado, I have never heard of that.
1: Well, that's because Howler was gone before you got here. Yeah, How- How- <laughs> I'm
0: aware. But if he was so beloved, you'd think people would still bring him up, talk he about the good le- old days. People
2: bring him up all the time. I, you just I've don't run in the right circle, it. I guess. Because every, I guess. I guess every, every time <laughs> Bernie comes on the Abs cast, it's like, bring back Howler! Everyone is <laughs> wow. yelling for Howler
3: every time Bernie shows up. So.
0: All right, so Rudos for Howler. Drew?
3: Okay, my hot take on this is that mascots are bad, and I don't like them. (laughs) I also don't like, I'm really not into real animals as mascots, hence my no on the route. Like, I just, I'm not, I don't, I don't like the real animals as mascots thing. Uh, The only mascot that I've ever found in the slightest bit, in the least bit compelling, is Super Mascot Rocky of the Denver Nuggets, because he actually does stuff. Like he at least, you know, he'll make a a over his back shot and he'll run and jump and climb up on stuff and do acrobatic things. And like he at least does things that are entertaining and um, is mildly less irritating than all of the other mascots that get in the way when I'm trying to watch my sports game. (laughs)
0: <laughs> but why do they get in the way? Why do they get in the way? Ralphie runs before. He
1: only like, think he's only thinking like this because he has to watch Dinger eighty one games a year.
4: Yeah, Drew is exposed <laughs> when, when to maybe sense. the worst mascot in all of sports on a Which, daily let basis. Say, so. that, that let may me have tell
0: you guys, <laughs> The reason that this is a conversation is because I saw that tweet and it Dinger was in Colorado.
4: Yeah, uh, Dinger. Will,
3: yeah, yeah. Baseball
4: is the one sport where you just absolutely do not need a mascot. Like, you can make the argument that, yeah, there's a lot of downtime in, like, the NBA and the NHL. You can probably use something to preoccupy the fans a little bit, but, like, baseball... There's no need for a mascot in baseball. Absolutely none.
0: Also, if you're going to have a mascot, you would have them – or, like, they do have Dinger, obviously, but you'd have him do more things like the Tooth Trot. Like, I know it's an advertising deal, but get him in in there. Like, actually, like you were saying with Rocky, he does things. You're laughing at him. It's more entertaining. With Dinger, he's just like – walking around hugging people if
2: you're going in go all in right like the KBO has cheerleaders and stuff don't the Rockies just have a mascot and nothing else going on was like- okay.
1: but what's being missed here because uh, none of us have kids is that the mascots aren't for us they're for kids and for people to be able to like keep their kids entertained when they don't understand the nuances of war and you know um WRC plus
3: <laughs> sure Sure. No, I, 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 like. I get that. I was horrified by mascots as a kid, and so you know, it's just me too. Actually, me like, too. <laughs> like, I'd, I'd really prefer you not come up and give me a great big old hug. You're scaring the hell <laughs> Sweaty, out.
1: Sweaty, <of> smelly. <laughs> yeah,
3: like yeah. They're they're very handsy. Our mascots. They're very handsy. I feel like there might yeah. need to be an investigation. <laughs> um, oh,
0: God. Well, but okay. So we talked about how certain so mascots don't do anything. Do we think some mascots do too much? Uh, we have someone saying Gritty, or Eric is saying Gritty is the greatest. But I think Gritty is so well known because of how Philadelphia and intense and just like if, a lot. If, if,
4: if you have a mascot who has like a stick, like Gritty has a stick. I think even Rocky does. Like, Rocky does a ton of stuff, but he also has those little feuds he's gotten into with players, which I think is like the best part about him and the best thing he's done. If your mascot has a specific shtick, I think that's a good thing.
0: Yeah.
3: Unless it's the Philly fanatic.
0: Yeah, someone said Billy Fanatic terrified me as a child. The I Billy Fanatic terrifies me as an adult. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to be scared of it because uh, the animal is based off an animal from Ecuador. So my dad was always like, Yay, good, Ecuador, representation. And I'm like, Okay.
1: Not only based off it, but the story says it was born in Ecuador, right?
0: Yeah, it was born in the Galapagos Islands. It's based off of a bird. Eric in the comment is like, How am I not in this? and is giving his whole opinion. Oh, so. wait,
1: just prepare oh, yourself no. for Eric to come in and make this a whole branding
2: dictionary like, okay. mascot
0: <laughs> All right, well, we're bringing him in, giving his input.
5: You guys know about branding?
4: Oh yeah, never heard of it. Actually,
5: here's the thing: Uh, your mascot is for children. If it's done poorly, like Dinger has nothing to uh, like. If you make something that only children like, then you've done it. You've done the wrong thing. Mister Met is iconic. Philly Fanatic iconic. Gritty iconic. No one's The the San Diego Chicken iconic. And they. they, What is the San Diego Chicken? The Padres, Drew. What's wrong with you?
1: Okay, San on. Diego
5: chicken? Yeah. You made that What's,
1: up. <laughs> the, the, aren't you talking about the fryer?
5: No. Well, that's like, you don't remember the chicken. Drew, what, what kind of baseball ambassador are you?
3: Have I not made okay. it clear my aversion to the mascot so far? And also, I, I also have Drew a bone to pick.
0: doesn't want to know anything about
1: that. Hold on. Hold on. Before my, you pick your bone, i am
3: picking my bone. Pick it. My bone
0: uh, no <laughs> one,
1: it doesn't matter how iconic this mascot is. No one over the age of, I don't know, 11. Is like on the way to the ballpark being like, I can't wait to see Mr. Met. Like,
5: no, no, but they might. I don't might, think
0: any but, children in Philadelphia is excited to see Gritty. I think children are scared of him.
5: Gritty, uh, wait, but you're, Gritty
4: you're, you're, is an adult mascot.
5: Yeah, that's just it. Like your mascot can <laughs> yeah. either. Gritty is
4: catering to like the 20 to 30 male demographic.
5: <laughs> yes.
0: But it's the like thing is, is like. people. You know, yeah,
5: your mascot should add to your team not just be like there like it, it shouldn't feel like it, you were required to do it you didn't think about it until the night before so you're like let's make a di- let's make a purple dinosaur that looks like barney yeah, to, like, to represent our brand. do that <laughs> all right and, he, and here's, here's my bone to pick is that the I mascot already... for cu is not ralphie it is yes, chip is. No. chip is the mascot for cu and he sucks rocks Alright, no. I'll see you guys later. Chip is uh, no, he's
2: right. There's is, one of those Cam is an animal, is and the worse. other is a mascot. I oh, absolutely.
0: not be their mascot. I would just you DSU and Cam, Cam, is Cam.
5: well, Cam, they they have they have Cam mascot, Champ so Cam, but there's like uh, the animal, like I I don't think that the mascot is the animal, like you know, as Drew is saying, like that's not like what the is the m-
4: mascot of the it's, Texas it's, Longhorns? It's Bevo.
5: Yeah, but they, th- but the there is the actual animal, and then there's the guy, uh, the male cheerleader in the suit. And they
2: both take the male Got it.
1: Only teams that can't have the actual animal say that the thing in a costume is the mascot.
5: <laughs> but what is How do you explain Chip?
1: Chip
4: is just there for the kids.
5: But why is he? Why is he not it's Ralphie? Ralphie. Then? Why it is he is, a separate it's entity?
4: Because you, you cannot have Ralphie in a basketball arena.
5: But why not just if name you, the guy? I think it the, also
0: goes, the question, if you ask anyone, oh, who's CU's mascot, not even just people from CU, they would say Ralphie. Like, that's just... Half of the CU's dude's body does not
4: know who Chip is. is, <laughs> this is Eric's you know what? Actually, that is alive. <laughs> the world knows who Chip is
0: after he shot a cannon at himself and it made... Yeah, yeah.
5: Cannon. See? That's something to be proud oh. of. Chip shot himself in the nether regions with a t-shirt cannon. That's something to be proud of. <laughs>
3: He, Manscaped himself right there.
1: He actually didn't. He hit himself in like the liver. It was like <laughs> quite dangerous.
0: Yeah, no, actually, I was on the field when that happened. I was working uh, with Pac-12, and we had, like people rushed over. He also like fainted after being hit from heat exhaustion. Mm-hmm. It was a whole big thing. I yes, think and-
1: there needs to be like a human rights investigation into making people <laughs> wear these costumes. <laughs> Because I, I've literally seen Chip uh, have to like exit a basketball arena and throw up because it was so hot.
4: And you I, know he's getting paid like three fifty an well, hour. Well, yeah.
5: Well, consider like the guys that show up at the Bronco games wearing eight hundred pom poms. That's got to be a million times hotter, right? That's
2: that's true. But they're doing that on their own volition. <laughs> yeah. I,
5: I noticed no one has brought up Miles.
2: This story has convinced oh. me Chip is the worst mascot in Colorado. Yeah. We don't need Chip because we have well, is
0: way worse, and Cam is also meh. Like, I feel like I feel like that's where I wanted this discussion to go. Like, <laughs> how important are mascots to – like, is it just for the kids? Is that where we think mascots are? Or yeah. is it the branding, as Eric is on here?
1: <laughs> no, no one – actually, if you're going to have that conversation, the only mascot that you can claim – like, I went to the game and I remembered something about – what the mascot did is is Ralphie, but beyond that, it's it's
5: Rocky. Like yeah. oh, it's a, a thousand percent Rocky.
2: Like yeah, I don't yeah. Leave no one remembers like, Ralphie running around at the start of games. I'm sorry, but uh, nobody remembers. Are
0: you kidding that. me? People that's probably the worst
2: take I've ever heard.
0: Yeah, <laughs> people run to make sure that if you're going to a Buffs game, like you have to see Ralphie run. Like that's just something that
2: maybe the know, people, people that go to the game, but on the on majority the of Colorado does. Not care. On I guarantee it. it.
0: Come on.
1: Well, uh, the people why would it matter the people that don't go to the games? It's only for <laughs> the people that do go to
2: the games. I, I would see, be willing to make You're going to make me bring up branding like Eric now. We're going to real I, I bet you if
0: we did a poll on Twitter, you would be wrong.
1: Here's what I'll say. If if you were to see what is the most uh, recorded mascot ever, what what has the most videos and pictures on phones in the whole world, it would be Ralphie. No I take way. that bet. And, I agree with
0: Give it. me
2: the uh, anything but Ralphie bet on that one, <laughs>
0: what? Harrison. What do you think? The other is it? Is it a, a Buffs like bias that we have? What do you think, Harrison?
5: Oh yeah, I wonder if that's what it is. No, Ralphie's the goat. I mean, we all know that. Ralph, all no, know Cam, that. Cam is Cam is close. Clearly, Eric
0: doesn't know that, <laughs> and not, neither I mean, does Rudo.
2: Cam is definitely not on the list, but it ain't Ralphie either. <laughs> It's so
1: embarrassing when they like run Ralphie out and it's this big powerful beast and then like two like cheerleaders have Cam on a leash and like walk him across uh, the field.
0: <laughs> remember when Cam passed away before a Rocky Mountain Showdown game? I remember that. That was pretty oh. sad.
5: It's got
3: dark. All right. <laughs> <R. laughs> See and if it was an actual mascot That would have been a much bigger story
0: (laughs) (laughs) I actually agree though Whenever Ralphie running is like the coolest thing in the world And it's so cool to see that But if he's uh, If she is sick Or the weather can't permit it Then they, they put Chip in like they actually keep yeah, yeah. is running, like, and that is so bad. You're like, yeah, I don't, I don't I think anybody would be upset
4: if like the just... rodeo
2: or the stock show, where you can go watch that like every weekend.
0: <laughs> yeah, you can watch where can so you see a right buffalo now. run
2: two hundred yards at the stock show? They run. In, they can run in circles. It's pretty straightforward.
0: <laughs> they can run. You in can even
2: watch a human you being get that. in there and rope a calf. Like,
1: yeah, but those are
3: cows. I this mean, has it, got like, the, they just—it's the, all beasts of burden. They're, they're, this they're is a top save. three dumbest debate we've ever
0: had on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's why, why I wanted to get it out Ryan, of the way during know. the end of this quarantine month that we have. My, uh, here's my, topic. my mascot. Oh, look at this mascot.
2: My contention
5: with mascot. We're
0: taking Rudo to Folsom next season. Not We're not
2: your... And I'll be getting my beer while Ralphie runs because there won't be any line. It'll be perfect.
0: I'm I can't insulted. believe how
5: I can't believe what a close kinship I feel.
0: Go away! I am, <laughs> you're being so annoying. This
1: is a tough. This is a tough bit that he's trying to carry out. Rudo got
5: canceled. <laughs> but my my thing about mascots, and I actually
0: agree. I, I think about mascots, mascots all
5: the time because that's like one of my specialties is creating them for whatever reason. Um, but, like, it, if, if it's, like, makes your team cooler, it's a great mascot. If it if it makes look, your team, like... Look at what n- you did,
0: Rudolph.
5: <laughs> 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 like, there are mascots that add to the team, and there are mascots that just exist.
4: I think there's one mascot in Caro that adds to the team. It's yep. Ralphie. Yeah.
5: No, look it's
0: at, Super G- Mascot Rocky. Rocky. I, I don't...
4: I do not... What, what does Rocky add to the nuggets?
5: He hits a back... A half-court shot that is iconic. But it's what... The, he no goes, what outs- does that add to, sense to sense the sense Nuggets, sense. though? <laughs> Nothing. No Gender no, no
1: well, has even ever brought that up.
5: Not even true. <laughs> no, he also is like well known for being in fights with Charles Barkley. He's he, Super Mascot Rocky literally wins the mascot competition every year. He's the greatest. Okay, like just, all the I other mascots gotta, come yeah. to his birthday. Come on. Yeah, that's true. Look
0: at JC. I live in Greeley. I've never been to a UNC game, but that would change if they came out
4: behind <laughs> <the> <laughs> like, yeah, a live bear. Yeah, <laughs> a live bear
0: would. sure. <laughs> a live animal that you're just, the team's coming out of. It's so dope.
5: So outside of teams that you yourself root for, who is your fa- like what is your favorite mascot? Do you, you guys just like not like the idea of a, of a mascot in, in general?
1: I mean, Gritty's great, um, yeah, but totally then uh, other good than good. that, like, all the live mascots are the coolest. Yeah, the live like mascots. Cool.
0: like, the Bulldog. Bevo, Bulldog. Yeah, Uga. Okay. But none of
1: them are as cool as the live buffalo.
4: I'll tell you the worst mascot is the Notre Dame dude. Oh.
1: <laughs> the, the
4: Notre Dame leprechaun who has to dress up every game. <laughs> like, is he just thinking to himself, why am I the only mascot that's not dressed <laughs> up? Like, how did I get the short end of the stick? Oh, that he my, he is the worst mascot in sports. <laughs> it also oh, might God, be like slightly
1: problematic that they just like go up to some guy who has a red beard on campus and they're like, "Hey, do right. you want a job?"
4: Like, I would love to see the audition for that thing. It's just twenty guys who look the exact same. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hold um, on, I'm I'm getting it up for people to see. Someone said Stanford is the worst mascot. That's true.
2: Yeah, the Cardinal. Yeah, yeah. It, the and
4: lips. it's just a tree. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this guy. <laughs> That's just a guy
1: from a Halloween party.
4: <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> Man. So do you guys know what the the, the per, like the definition of a mascot here? It's a person or thing that is supposed to bring good luck or that is used to symbolize a particular like this guy. event or organization. There's, There's
4: no guy. way this guy brings any good luck to Notre Dame.
5: <laughs> no way.
4: Yeah.
5: I like that really? the actual, like the drawing... His hair is is black, but then they they made sure to be Um, (laughs) 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 stereotypical. Yeah, the the, the tree is is simultaneously.
0: This okay. was a the
1: Stanford tree. This was one hundred percent made by someone who was tripping acid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> for the people listening to this podcast and not watching it, we just googled Stanford mascot and the picture. Just go do it. Go Google Don't it Google This looks if like an
4: eighth acid, grade sure. like Don't paper Google mache it if you're project.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh pull up Cal's mascot. It's almost just as bad. It's like Winnie the Pooh uh
5: <laughs> If you want to be, if you want to be won over oh by a mascot, God, what is that? <laughs> no! What?
0: Please, no. that is terrifying. This that is was not made terrifying
5: for children. and creepy.
4: <laughs> yeah.
5: yeah,
0: this was not made for children. That, that looks like no. uh,
5: that looks like Winnie the Poop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like Winnie the Pooh like went down the
3: wrong path.
5: <laughs> if you want to be, if you want to be swept up and. Honestly, him love the a Pum mascot.
3: Tell fell in uh, with the wrong crowd.
5: Do uh, look for Dartmouth's mascot. They have the best mascot in the world, and I know that you'll all love it.
3: Don't do jokes. I, I, think I, like I must that. leave the rest of this conversation in all of your very capable hands. <laughs> 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 As I am uh, five minutes away from our interview with Kyle Freeland over on DNVR Rocky. So. Ask him about mascots.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to ask him what if his pro- true feelings are on Dinger.
3: I'll, I'll see if I can get that out of him. A Why do you of, say ding-
1: dinger.
2: dinger? It's not Why do you happening? say dinger. dinger was such a hard G? Dinger. No. Like do you say that when someone hits a jack?
4: I,
5: I...
0: How, bye, how do I say it without by true?
4: I actually okay. just thought of the uh, the worst mascot in in the NBA. Um, a couple years ago, New, the New Orleans Pelicans came out with uh, yeah. The cake baby, I think it was called. <laughs> yeah. Wow. The mascot is literally straight out of like a Chucky movie. It, Look I at this. I don't know if Sorry. you want to pull that up, Allie. Look but...
5: at the Dartmouth mascot, Keggy the Keg. Wow. This is an incredible mascot. Now, I know. Top-tier. Yeah, that is tough. I told you you would be you would be swept up and, and would change your opinion on all mascots based on the Dartmouth who was mascot. It? Uh,
4: who that is for the kids. Harrison? Uh the Pelicans um, <laughs> Baby, the, baby cake? the king, I think it was King, king Baby, king, king Cake Baby.
5: baby. I think it was just called King Baby.
4: Oh, yeah, God, <laughs> <no>.
3: that's <laughs> the one. So, <laughs> so,
4: a group of a group of uh Pelicans employees oh, actually Pink. sat in a room and decided that this was a good idea.
5: Well, you oh know God, what this
4: is crown, based
0: on, the right? The crown kind of looks like uh, the crown you drew for AJ, <laughs> yeah, it Eric. does.
5: Yeah, you guys know what this is based on, right? Like the uh, um Mardi Gras, you eat the king cake, and if you find a baby in it... Do you not know about this?
0: Yeah, yeah, I know that story.
1: I knew about king cake. I didn't know about finding a baby
0: in yeah, the they, they Yeah, they put you know, like these weird king little cake. plastic babies yeah. in
5: the oh. cake, um, which is which seems dangerous. Like but the
0: whole Mardi, Mardi Gras tradition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I,
4: would, I would love to meet the person who saw what the, what the mock-up of that mascot was going to look like. That looks great. That, Let's that's go it. with that. It that's, like, yep. gar- oh, remember you did cartels?
5: it again. Right. <laughs> Let's <laughs> do it.
0: Um, again, for everyone listening to this in audio form, just go look up some of these mascots and you will agree with our reactions. We've got people in the comments saying this is terrifying. (laughs) Um, Last week we had such a nice and peaceful DNV or Denver sports podcast. Forgot what podcast we were on there. Um, It's been a long day. And this week we're just scaring you with some really gross mascots.
2: What's it like to cover a sport with decent mascots? Because outside of Gritty, all of Hockey's are terrible.
5: What, are, what uh, is the best mascot in hockey? I've
2: got I've got the best.
0: It's definitely Gritty. Oh, yeah,
5: yeah. Sorry. What a dumb question. I've got the best
2: mascot
1: of all, and that's Knucklehead.
0: I was gonna Brew. say. Oh. Yes. And that's how we end the show. Knucklehead. <laughs> um, but, alright. I feel like that was... Alright, good. Uh, we learned we don't like mascots. We all have different opinions on it. We have takes. They're kids. And we all have different opinions on, on this topic.
1: Bruto hates Ralphie and sunsets and cold beers
5: and, <laughs> and uh, I mean two and
4: out of three of, ain't bad.
5: <laughs> yeah, and everyone that went to see you is a chip denier. Yeah, we don't
4: acknowledge I think that's it. Everyone, No, I actually I don't I don't really get the get the point of chip, but yeah. 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 It's for the kids. It's for the kids. He could he could come or go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We've got we learned that Rudo hates love. <laughs>
2: Wait, I better tell my wife that one.
5: <laughs> I'm sure uh, she knows. <laughs>
0: <Probably>. <laughs> all right, well before we finish up, I encourage you all and I encourage well, I encourage you guys all to drink more beer. I'm about to crack mine open from. Ooh.
5: Um,
0: that was a little bit of a mess. Um, you're drinking beers, drinking alcohol? Don't forget to take care of your teeth, folks. It's so important, and if you schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam at Green Mountain Dental Group, you'll receive a free Sonicare toothbrush. Don't forget to tweet at us when you go to Green Mountain Dental uh, because showing them support really helps us, and we want to show them. What an amazing community we have. So don't forget to call Green Mountain Dental Group today and schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam so you can get your amazing Sonicare toothbrush for free. And we have the one and only Harrison Wind here who loves electric toothbrushes and <laughs> talks about them so well on DNBA show. It's a game so changer.
4: Absolute game vouch.
0: changer. Game changer just like Strava Crestha. All right. Well, we are going to... Going to pick up a sampler pack from Davidson's today. Hell oh, yeah. The
4: Jokic pack is what I, I hear some people call it. <laughs>
5: many oh. are calling
4: it
1: many oh, are calling
0: pack. It that. It's because
4: yeah. it's got a little bit of
1: everything like Jokic does? Well, it's because it's
5: got
0: – No, yeah. the, the, he's talking about – oh, no, he's picking up a sampler pack. But you yeah, can also p- pick up a 15 can of Mile High City Lager.
5: He's, he's number 15.
2: Off yeah. the bench, okay?
5: He's number 15 and he's developed – what we can only assume is a 15-pack ready yeah. for the beach.
4: <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> Confirmed. Yeah.
0: Vanilla Porter Jr. off the bench, but I also got to say Mango Mosaic off the bench. If you go to the DNBR bar, get a Mango Mosaic on tap, and it is so good.
4: I feel like we could work the Mango Mosaic into a Monte Morris type.
5: Beer. Yeah,
2: we'll work on that. The Mango Mosaic.
5: What
2: did you say, Ruto? It's the perfect beer when you're already buzzed. Oh, because like it's, it's, it's not Maze. super alcoholic, but it tastes delicious. Mango, and it's Mango enough Morris. To keep you going.
5: Yeah. Ever since I've learned about beer, I've learned that if you find the word session involved in your beer, it means that they're made for you to just drink a ton of them. So... You
4: mean Saison? <laughs> no, a, se- a session. A session beer. <laughs> session a
5: Saison Lager. is different. Yeah. If you look. Yeah. If you're looking for things to just crush, look for the word session.
1: yeah because you're just gonna have a session yeah just uh, as a drink drink as many of them as possible
0: uh speaking of the Jokic pack uh we uh we do have to talk about some real news on the oh we're not done
4: yeah i thought that was
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, we'll talk a little bit about uh what's going on and then we'll, we'll head out of here technically we have 15 minutes it is technically an hour podcast so
1: there's times on no,
5: podcasts.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. You guys would know if you do two and a half hour podcasts, like, consistently. Well, there's, yeah. there's not
5: Yeah, the idea that there's minimum times is probably very confusing to you.
1: Yeah, um. I thought you'd just talk until you lose your voice.
0: And... <laughs> Anyways, you messed up my really great transition of the Jokic pack to us finding out this week that Nikola Jokic did test positive for COVID-19 in Serbia, but he is asymptomatic. Harrison, do you have any more info on that?
4: Well, the Nuggets hope to get him back here shortly. Um, I was told in about, you know, a week plus or minus a few days from when that, uh, report broke. So, you know, sometime in the early part of next week or, you know, Thursday, Friday, I, I think he should be back in Denver, but, um, Yeah, he's asymptomatic. He'll just have to obviously test negative in Serbia before Mm -hmm. coming back here. Um, The Nuggets leave for Disney World July 7th, so they just really need him back here before then.
0: So the NBA started their mandatory testing of players before they head to Disney World, and 16 uh, players tested positive. We're seeing that with the Rockies also. There was three players who tested positive, but a good amount of players were apparently working out at Coors and of that only three tested positive. We've seen some Broncos. I feel like it's we're gonna see a lot of people test positive. It's And I feel like a lot of people get nervous about that. Um, and maybe that's because of the unknown of the whole situation, even if they're asymptomatic later on. But do you guys think this is just gonna become something common that there's a lot of people are gonna begin testing positive?
4: totally to i mean it, there's a lot of sticker shock to it right now still but i think in a month from now because like the, the league came back and said 16 guys tested positive which i think if you're the league you're pretty happy with that you're like all right it's not a huge number um yeah. and now they're testing every other day so there may be a couple others that trickle out but i, I feel like right now they've got it pretty under control um, what's
1: What's really interesting is what's going on in the PGA Tour right now um, where you're seeing a lot of players take themselves out of competitions without even testing positive just out of precaution and it's something that the PGA has kind of I don't know if encouraged, but they've just said, like, let's be extra, extra, extra cautious about anything. So if you played with a guy who tests positive, you should withdraw. And they're not telling people they have to do it. And one guy didn't today. He played with a guy yesterday who tested positive today. He didn't pull himself out. But three or four guys have just said, you know what? I played a practice round with him. He tested positive. I'm out. It'll be interesting to see how that translates to other sports. Golf is such an individual sport that you can take that type of person-to-person caution. But if an NBA player – test positive you're not going to, probably going to see four players who are like oh we were playing pickup with him yesterday we should pull out i'll do that or else you will see whole teams you know not able to compete so uh it'd just be interesting to see i, I to go to your original question uh people are for better or for worse are going to have to get used to seeing this without being shocked uh every time it happens because we're like we're seeing it across every sport uh and you know uh, Brandon made a really good point on Twitter the other day, when, which he said, okay, all athletes are now being tested and we're seeing tons of positive tests, which probably would tell you what would happen if all people in the world were tested. Um, it's it's going to happen. There's going to be a, a, a lot of players who test positive.
0: And when we are seeing those numbers spike with more testing. Um, available for ev- everyone, but definitely athletes. We haven't seen much of that in the hockey world, but we did, do know that three of the ABS players or people in the ABS organization, or was it confirmed three ABS players had three
2: it? Three ABS players had it, but this they tested positive back at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Of the when shutdown.
0: this all started, yeah. Um, so
2: they were ahead of the curve. Uh, last weekend, or maybe it was the weekend before, as the NHL started up their testing as well, there were 11 players around the league that tested positive. Um, So it, it's not anything new, certainly. Yeah,
0: I think the numbers. In, have to go through, yeah. I think the numbers in college are what's going to shock a lot of people because yep. those kids are. I mean, we can all look back onto our college days. Like my brother's going. Um, back to school next uh, in a month, and I'm just like, oh, well, <laughs> I, it's pretty, it feels like it's a little inevitable um, of it happening in college. And I mean, we saw that with a few schools saying 33 players, 17 players, all in one team have tested positive. So, like, like we said getting used to that number just going up is going to be a little bit of our and, new norm but I feel like people are so scared they get so worried even if they're asymptomatic but then there's another uh, another good amount of people who are kind of like well good better get it now than later during right. the season because I'm, we have seen that you can, Getting it, well, some people it
2: is getting never it good bad. right but if you're yeah. if you do end up getting it especially for the leagues, Players getting it now is much, much better than once everyone gets to their hub city or, or for NBA, once everyone gets to Disney. It, the first positive case once leagues start up again is going to be a much different conversation than people getting it right now.
4: Yeah, I feel like it's a slippery slope because if the NBA is at Disney World and say like the Lakers and Nuggets are facing off in the Western Conference finals yeah. and – Nine people on the Nuggets have already had it, but only one guy on the Lakers has had it. Like, I just just feel like there's just going to be a different level of... um, Like, I just feel like it's going to be a a weird dynamic. Like, (laughs) are Nuggets players going to be, like, less stressed about potentially picking it up in the bubble, or are Lakers players going to be, you know, under a stricter quarantine in in, in a bubble scenario because none of them have had it already? Mm -hmm. I feel like it's just a... A kind of a slippery slope there this is, uh, we this just is li- don't, go
1: ahead. i was just gonna say we just don't know enough you know we don't know if having it how much that actually protects you we don't know uh what can happen to you later in life if you get it you yeah. know all that stuff is what what really makes this scary and what makes the return to play you know uh, uh very interesting because you know they say that some people are able to build an immunity by getting it but not everyone and who knows We haven't had enough time to really know that yet. So uh, it's just, I don't know. All I can say is that it would be extremely Nuggets of the Nuggets to make the Western Conference Finals (laughs) and then have, like, you know, uh, half the Lakers team out and the Nuggets win and everyone's talking about how it doesn't really count. But we'll embrace that. We'll embrace
0: that. I think something else that we don't really know necessarily about is – even if you're asymptomatic, how that does affect necessarily right. your conditioning, your workout plan. If, if it does affect some sort of your lungs and it's hard to breathe or how, how tired you get, if you're getting tired more easily, that all comes into play when these athletes are in games. Um, so that'll That's be true. really interesting.
5: This is LeBron's chance that to really cement his place as, uh, or to, to stake his claim as the goat. If he can outdo Michael Jordan's, flu game with the LeBron COVID-19 Oh, game. Jesus
0: <laughs> He did not be allowed out there Yeah, <laughs> He'd be like, yeah Get him out
5: yeah. No, it's crazy. But it is crazy. Like, we're, you know, there's obviously a a real desire to return to normalcy, not just for the emotional and the psychological part of what it is that we're going through. But, I mean, you see, like, institutions, things that you thought would be around your entire life, like Chuck E. Cheese is having to now shutter its doors because they're not making money. Like, commerce has... Sto- yeah, that's you know, okay just- on the whole. Another right. mascot. I, was, <laughs> I brought that up because of the mascot. But I'm just saying, like... I mean, there's, there's real implications, real life implications yeah. that go beyond. Um, but the,
4: but the NBA and all these sports leagues are not coming back because we need sports as a community. That's not the reason they're coming back. They're well, coming there's, back I think that
5: there's str- part of that. Like, I, I think mean,
4: that has zero to do with it. You don't think so. of, don't No,
5: not the no. community part. I, I, the, the commerce part, like places like DNVR that covers the league and. The, all of these think, ancillary things that sort of like are, I mean, that's sort of the impetus to like get a lot of this moving. If you were just looking at it from a health perspective, there's no reason on earth that we should be playing games. Right? I but just think like,
4: if, if this, if financially, like the NBA was not going to be impacted at all by not having a playoffs, there's no way they would be coming that's back. What yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what the, I'm saying. That is the sole and yep. number one only reason why the NBA is coming back. Or,
1: or, or any league, yeah. and and <clears throat> a lot of the reasons why a lot of things are coming back are because of money, uh, and you can debate that till the cows come home. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that it's a nice secondary benefit that people are going to have something to look forward to and get excited about and be happy about uh, as those things, especially for sports fans, and and everyone in the world has been affected by this. Uh, but you know, for us, we rely so much on sports. For everything we do in our lives, and it has been weird for it to to go away. So if they are going to come back, I think it will will definitely be nice uh, for people to get that secondary benefit of it.
0: Definitely. And I think we have had a chance to see, like we were talking about um, earlier with betting and and sports sports. DraftKings sports book is the fact that there are other places in other countries trying to get this done and have been doing it for a while. The KBO, the Premier League, just started last week. Golf. Um, so it's not like um, the NBA, NHL, um, MLB are going to be the first ones to kind of dive into this. We have seen it okay in other sports in other countries. So hopefully, hopefully that same thing translates in the United States. But. We're extremely hopeful because we can't wait to have you guys at the DNVR bar for watch parties and hanging out again and and feeling like Eric was saying a part of that community um, because we miss that like no other. and I know a lot of our subscribers, um, members do as well. So hopefully we get to see you all soon at the DNVR bar for a watch party. But even before that, definitely go down there this weekend, grab a beer, grab a Breck brew, hang out. Um, We will probably be sprinkling in um, throughout the weekend. So, and let us know when you go there and yeah. Do you guys have anything else to say before I close out?
4: Nope. I think you said it well.
0: Go watch Kyle Freeland on the DNBR Rockies podcast and leave us any comments or questions if you want us to answer those next week and have a great weekend, everyone.